Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Active Wear, the living word of God. Uh, Tonight's session, we will look at uh, Jesus, the word, Jesus, the teacher, and Jesus, the high priest, the king of righteousness. I'd like to open uh, with the verses from Hebrews chapter 4, 12 through 16. For the word of God is a living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrates even to dividing the soul, the spirit, the joints, and the moral. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of her heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin, Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy, find grace to help in our time of need. Let's begin tonight. I'd like to just honor the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We reverence you, Father. You're good. You're mighty. You're faithful, Father. You're a good, good Father. We thank you for the gift of life that you have given us life. We pray for the revelation of the light, Jesus, the Son, that you sent for our salvation to walk with you and to know you. We honor his sacrifice. We honor your name, Jesus. It's above every name. We thank you for the counsel of the Holy Spirit that you have sent us to lead us and to Guide us in all truth. We thank you for your conviction and of the Holy Spirit, conviction of sin and unrighteousness and of judgment in Jesus Christ our Lord. We thank you for forgiveness now, and we honor your name as above every name. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, a few weeks ago, I was... uh, getting ready to do laundry, as I do usually once a week, and uh, we bought a new washer and dryer about three years ago after we moved to this location. You know, being the, I guess, the average man, uh, I do my laundry once a week, but uh, I went to do the laundry, and uh, you know, I push the button to power it up, and the selection comes up, and of course, there's normal, you know, and it's like, well, that seems what I would wash my laundry on. And, of course, I've been doing that for three years. But this particular day, I was quickened uh, to the light and the options that were there to select. And I believe the Holy Spirit uh, 
magnified a setting called active wear. And it began to quicken me that I've been, uh, like many believers, um, washing and operating on a normal setting. And God's setting is way above that. It's active. His word is active. It's alive. It's mighty. It's powerful. It's supernatural. And so, you know, times I've um, experienced that and walked in that uh, setting, but um, it's pretty easy to just go back to that place, a normal setting. You know, you're you're doing your routines and you're making your life and walking it as best you know. But God really wants to stir us up to a place where we're walking in a fullness in the active word of God that it's alive for us. And so uh, that's the focus of this program, to encourage and to decree the word of God that's alive and that will bring uh, salvation, the word of God will operate and increase in our lives, the kingdom of God, the supernatural, and we uh, find victory instead of uh, discouragement, disappointment, or uh, are just uh, wondering what to do. So um, I'd like to move to the Gospel of John, where... Um, Jesus is introduced in chapter 1, verses uh, 1 to 5. That's decree uh, revelation and insight for everyone. The airways would be open to receive what God has for you. So we find uh, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has not been made. And in him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shined in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. So the word produces light, and it does show up uh, what's going on. But in this aspect... The Lord is saying the darkness is not understood. If we uh, move on down to uh, verse 10, the word says, He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, and that's a very important word, to all, so that includes whoever, all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but actually born of God. He declares that the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and the only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So we find God's revelation of the light of the world. Jesus comes to dwell among us. He comes from the Father, God the Father, to reveal, to bring understanding of who he is. He is full of grace and love and truth. And John testified to this um, in this word and in his life. 
And um, he said, the one who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. From the fullness of grace, we have all received one blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus, the Messiah. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. So God desires for us to know him and to be known by him. And we find that uh, this grace is the blessing of God, that he's willing to meet us where we're at, where we are, without understanding, uh, in darkness, any place that uh, we have traveled, he can meet us through faith and through grace in him. If we uh, consider what he wills for us, it opens us up to understand that he's willing and desires for us to know him, the true and the living God. In uh, Psalms uh, 107, I'd like to share that with you too. Let me just a moment here to get there. Thank you, Lord. First, Psalms 84, how lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of God. My heart and place cry out for the living God. You know, the Psalms are an amazing revelation of the Lord and that we can uh, experience and encounter him and we can cry out for God and he desires for us to know him. In Psalms 107, verse 20, he sent forth his word and he healed them. He rescued them from the grave. So Jesus is the word. He is the one who was in the beginning, before the beginning, before all time. He is the creator of the heaven and the earth. And he's the one who came and dwelt among us in flesh that we might uh, receive grace and truth and be able to know him. So uh, we want to know him as the word, who he really is, and that the word is life. His words are life. His words are spirit. And if we go back to John in uh, chapter 6, let's see, verse 25. Thank you, Lord, for mercy today. For everyone out there, we pray for your mercy to flow and break through every stronghold, every disappointment in the name of Jesus. So in verse 25, John chapter 6 says, um, when they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? So the crowd had been fed uh, miraculously by Jesus and his disciples. Uh, there was over 5,000 he'd been ministering to and healing and uh, restoring and blessing. And, and uh, they were hungry. And so Jesus asked his disciples to feed them. And he said, well, we just have, we don't have anything. Where are you going to get it? He said, well, we have a few fish and some loaves of bread. So uh, Jesus uh, instructed them to have everybody sit down in groups 
50 to 100, and uh, he took the food, he gave thanks for it, he blessed it, he distributed it to the disciples, and the food was more than enough for everyone ate their fill. And they took up, uh, I believe, uh, 12 baskets of food afterwards. There's always an abundance with the Lord and the blessing of the Lord. And so uh, he has left and went to Capernaum, and they realized he was gone. And went in search of him. They found him on the other side of the lake. And they asked him, Rabbi, which is teacher. So they're recognizing that he is a teacher, that his word <laughs> brings revelation and understanding. And he said that, uh, I tell you the truth, you are looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. He says, don't work for food that spoils, you know, just for the natural things. You know, there's a, a life that we can have, an active change in our life that gives us fullness, gives us righteousness, peace, and joy in his kingdom. He said, then, um, do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. On him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. And then they ask him, what must we do to do the works God requires? It's a pretty profound question. And Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they ask him, what miraculous sign will you give that we may see? And so he, uh, and let's see. So they asked him, what miraculous sign will you give so that we may see and believe you? And he said, our forefathers ate the manna in the desert as it is written, but he gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus said, I tell you the truth. It is not Moses who's giving you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And so they said, from now on, give us this bread. And Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. In other words, I'm the living word. I'm the one who will bring life. And they were offended. They began to discuss among themselves and take offense of these words. And, um, but he said, um, for my father's will is that everyone, in verse 40, for everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I'll raise him up in the last day. And at this, the Jews, they begin to grumble about him. He said he's the bread of life, and they came down from heaven. And they're saying, isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph? And they look at the natural rather than the truth, the light of the word of Christ. And so he tells them to stop grumbling. And he said that uh, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up at the last day. And then he says, it is written, they will all be taught by God. 
So we find Jesus releasing who he is, that he is the teacher, he is the word, and he is the one who teaches us to know him. And he says, everyone who listens to the Father, everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to me. No one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he has seen the Father. And I tell you the truth, I tell you the truth, Thank you, Lord. He who believes has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. And he tells about the forefathers who ate the manna from heaven in the desert, and they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which a man may eat and not die. I'm the living bread, the living word, Jesus, that came from heaven, which a man may eat and not die. If anyone eats this bread, he will live forever. The bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. And so there was great offense at that. Again, they were understanding by the natural and not the revelation of who Jesus is, the living word. And so they said, <laughs> you know, what is this teaching? You know, how can we eat? Your, blood, your body and drink your blood. And even on hearing this, his disciples said, this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, does this offend you? What if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life, and the flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. So we find as we go back to Hebrews that the word of God is living, it's active, it's sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating even the dividing of the soul, the spirit, the joints, and the moral. In other words, there's a separation from who we are, our spirit, our emotions, our mind, our will, and our body. And that word comes to restore us in a place of the spirit and the soul that we can know the true and the living God and we can have life for eternity, for everlasting in the fullness and in the kingdom of the Lord most high. So we find there's always a choice of understanding and there's misunderstanding or offense when the word comes out. So people uh, have a choice, each of us have a choice, but any that will come to him and receive his love and his word, the grace and truth came through him, he fulfilled all righteousness for us, can be made whole. There is power to be born of God, not by our own choice, whatever, our own will, but by the mercy of God. And so Jesus... Uh, encourages us and I want to look at uh, Luke chapter 4 after uh, the, res the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus Christ in chapter 24. And verse 13 through 35, chapter 24.
these things and then enter his glory. But he began to open the scripture. In other words, it became alive, active. It began to wake up their understanding. And their hearts inside, their spirits begin to burn with the revelation and of the guidance and the understanding of who Jesus is, the son of the living God. And he's the most high uh, priest who came and sacrificed his life as the lamb of the world to take away our sins. And so they got up. And they returned to Jerusalem. They found 11 disciples and those uh, with them, assembled together and saying, it's true, it's true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. And then he and the two told him what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. Again, we remember that Jesus said he's the true bread from heaven. He's the bread of life. And so as the meal, the bread was broken, they begin to recognize the true bread of life, not the natural bread, the provision in the natural, but the living bread, the living word that was given for our salvation to restore us and bring us into the kingdom and the purpose that God has, his children, his sons and daughters. And while we were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. And they were startled and frightened, thinking they had saw ghosts. But he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do you doubts rise in your minds? Look at me. Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. The ghost doesn't have flesh and bones as you see I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of a joy and amazement, he asked them, do you have anything here to eat? And they gave him a piece of world feast, and he took it, and he ate it in their presence. And he said to them, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. In other words, the word of God is sure. Uh, reminded at this point that, you know, God's word is his bond. Uh, you, it's impossible for God to lie. His word is absolute. There's truth is absolute. In, in this world, uh, the system that Satan has uh, set up and deceived many in is that you get to choose what's true. You get to decide. And that deception takes many into confusion and into uh, disappointment, anger, and just a lost state where there's darkness and there's no light. But the truth the word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. The word of God will restore, activate his will, and the kingdom, and the spirit life in us. As many as receive him, the word, he gave power to become children of God. And that's the good news that we share and that we partake of him and we are blessed by him. So we're looking at Jesus, the living word, 
who overcame uh, sin and death, who came to give us life. We're also seeing that he is the teacher, that as we hear from him, we pray and we receive the word of God and to be taught of him that our hearts are awakened, our hearts are made alive. There's uh, action or activity that activates in us, that gives us life and spirit, understanding and revelation. Um, and in Hebrews uh, chapter 3, if we'll take a look there, just it. Uh, verses 1 through 6. So, verse 1 begins, therefore, Holy brothers, food sisters, just a generic term, who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle, high priest, of whom we confess. You know, the aspect of a high priest uh, is a concept that's not very well understood in our culture and in our time. Uh, the priest had to be uh, appointed. He it's not, uh, you know, by his own will. In the natural, uh, the priest had to come from the lineage of Aaron and um, be matured and come to a place of understanding that they were appointed to serve on behalf of the people. Uh, Jesus uh, became the sacrifice, the lamb who was slain from the foundation of the world, uh, the one who filled all righteousness, who could give his life of sacrifice. But then by the purpose and the will of God, the oath, he was appointed to be high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek, not in the Levitic order of Aaron, but in the order of righteousness, the king of righteousness and the king of peace. So we find here that Jesus then is... Uh, the high priest, the apostle and high priest whom we confess. He is faithful to the one who appointed him, to the Father, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of the house has a greater honor than the house itself. For every house is built by somebody, someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, testifying to what would be said in the future. But God is faithful as a son over God's house, and we are his house. If we hold on to our courage and the hope of which we boast, we find uh, in Hebrews chapter 11 that uh, faith is the substance of things hopeful. That's the hope we have in the word of God, that his word is true, it's absolute, it's impossible for God to lie, and that we hold on to the word and we find hope that it's the substance. In other words, it becomes active in our life and it changes our circumstances, it changes us uh, 
from death to life. It changes us uh, from disappointment to appointment. It changes us from slaves of sin to sons of righteousness. Its word is alive. It's active, sharper than any two-edged sword. So we realize that Jesus is the high priest and that he has called us uh, and provided for us the sacrifice. And now that he is at the right hand of the throne of God, um, in John chapter 8, Jesus declares, I'm the light of the world. So the priest uh, declares light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. And so the revelation of who he is and the provision that is made in the office he holds as the high priest, the king of righteousness, the king of peace, we find that he is at the throne of God at the right hand, uh, making intercession that we might receive the love and the mercy of God to be restored to him and to walk in his life. And so if you look with me in Acts chapter 17, um, I believe there's a good summation of God, of his kingdom, and a few verses there in chapter uh, 17, beginning verse 24. God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth. He does not live in temples built by hands. He is not served by human hands as if he needs anything because he himself gives all men life and breath and everything else. From one man he made every nation of men that they should inhabit the whole earth. He determined the time set for them and the exact places where they should live. God did this so that men, mankind would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him, as believers, we live and move and have our being. As some of our own poets have said, we are his offspring. Therefore, since we are God's offspring, we should not think that divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by man's design, skilled. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to all men by raising him from the dead. So, Jesus, by the Spirit of God, rose for our justification and became the king of righteousness, the king of peace, that we might have favor, that we might be restored. So when he began his ministry, he quoted from Isaiah, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has called me to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to set the captives free, to heal the brokenhearted, to give sight to the blind, to declare the year of God's favor. 
and the day of vengeance of the Lord our God. He declares there is a crown of beauty for ashes. There is a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. This is the will of God to come into the anointing, the presence of the Lord, and to be set free from the snares of sin and separation from darkness and to be brought into the marvelous light, the understanding of Jesus, the Lord, the Son of God, Jesus, the teacher, who comes to instruct us and teach us and lead us in all truth, and Jesus, the high priest, who is interceding, is given his life a ransom for as many as received him. He gives power to become children of God. And so we're called as believers, um, as children of God, to walk in the word and the activation of the word to give us faith. It says, uh, righteous shall live by faith, and that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, that we would grow in his word and that we would overcome by the word of God, that there would be activation in our life. And he wants to wash every son, every daughter with the life of the spirit, the very active word of God, to bring us and to restore us to who we are and who we were created to be, and that we can walk in the kingdom of God. Jesus proclaimed the good news uh, that the kingdom is here. It's not far away. It's near. And it says, he said, in repentance and forgiveness, we are changed. We are brought to his kingdom. And we will be built up and equipped for his kingdom. I declare for this day uh, the airways would be opened and that the ways of the Lord would come forth with grace and truth, that Jesus has fulfilled all righteousness and that falsehood and deception must fall down before him in his name. We are saved. We call on your name, Lord, to pierce the darkness, to open up understanding, to bring grace and truth throughout the world, Lord. We declare that your word goes forth and returns to you, accomplishing all you desire. We honor your word. We honor your son. We honor the priesthood of Christ, of Messiah, the chosen one, anointed of heaven and earth to proclaim life. We declare the spirit of life goes forth. It's not by might nor power, but by your spirit, Lord, that we are set free. And we declare the freedom of the spirit through the covenant of the blood that you shed and gave your life a sacrifice. And now the resurrection power of life through the Holy Spirit. We declare the counsel of the Holy Spirit to activate and lies throughout the world that your ministry of your word will bring light, will bring truth, will bring life, will feed the hungry and restore the lost, the hurting, the confused, the depressed, the demon-possessed. Be set free by the word of God. We declare the good news uh, pierces the darkness, the light shines, and the darkness cannot contain it in the name of Jesus. We give thanks, Lord for your mercy now, and I just uh, 
remember that your love, your grace (laughs) is new every morning. Thank you, Lord, for the grace that you are pouring out upon this time, the heir of your kingdom of revelation before you return to set up your kingdom on earth. And I just uh, pray uh, your faithfulness uh, would go forth to meet every voice, uh, ears would be opened by the word of God, eyes would be restored to see the revelation of the spirit and the truth by the name of Jesus and freedom to the captives in Jesus' name, Father. We give you all the glory. It's not to us, but to your name, Jesus, be all the glory. God is good. I hope that uh, this will stir you up uh, to come into activation of God's word, that you will take it to heart, that uh, he will open understanding for you, and that you will seek out. Jesus says, if you seek me, you will find me. It's a clear promise. He's not it's not possible for him to lie. As many as call upon him who cry out for Salvation, his name, will be saved, will be delivered. God wants to fill you with his love, with his word, with his joy, with his peace. Peace, he declares his kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So I declare that word goes forth and comes into your life, that that normal is a setting that uh, you choose to... (laughs) put aside and come into the setting of active wear, activated by the word of God in Jesus' mighty name. With that, I sign off and declare and say, the Lord keep you, the Lord bless you, the Lord make his face shine upon you, the Lord be gracious to you, lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom in Jesus' name. Amen. Till next time, God bless. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.